Welcome to the Militant Grind podcast, where we're excited to introduce a very special guest, Dr. Bajoy John, widely recognized as Dr. Sleep Fix. With over 25 years of experience as a board-certified sleep specialist, Dr. John has dedicated his career to understanding and treating sleep disorders. In his recently published book, Nobody Sleeping, Dr. John delves into the world of common sleep disorders, offering practical advice and insights on how to overcome them. He's not just a researcher, he's an innovator in the field, having developed the seven proven sleep strategies for good health and happiness. A comprehensive approach to achieving restful sleep that enhances overall well-being. In addition to his groundbreaking book, Dr. John has created the Sleep Now course, which outlines these effective sleep strategies. It's a testament to his commitment to helping people attain the restful sleep they need and deserve. Join us as we explore the fascinating and crucial world of sleep medicine with Dr. Bajoy John and discover the keys to better sleep and a healthier happier life. Dr. John, how are you today? Very good, Sherman. Thanks for having me on this show. Uh, sleep is the superpower. and I want to share this to the entire world. Yeah. And, you know, when I seen this, I got kind of interested because, you know, me, I'm like a part-time bodybuilder, right? Yeah. And so, you know, uh, there's some people that's just, okay, get up, go grind, you know, don't sleep, sleep four hours, do what you have to do. But then on the other side of, you know, like the real professionals, they say, you can't grow unless you sleep. You have to rest. You have to get sleep if you want to recover, if you want to get healthier, et cetera, right? So I feel like there's a dilemma in America between like getting no sleep and working hard and not getting rest versus like you need rest in order to work effectively and efficiently, right? That's exactly right, Chairman. Sleep you know, it's one of those processes that we need. You know, we live in this hustle culture. Go, go, go. Yep. You know, uh, where do we compromise? We compromise on sleep. But eventually it'll catch up with you. The problem is sleep problems does not happen. It's not like a toothache or cancer. There's no pain associated. So people ignore it. But if you ignore it for about 10 years, it's going to catch up. But if you can sleep well... You know, you, your memory, your focus uh, is all consolidated. You can perform well. There's so much data out there about how academic performance is better, athletic performance. You become better. We heal better. You say it's so much related to mental health. You know, poor sleep is associated with anxiety and depression. And anxiety and depression is, you know, worse than sleep. It's a vicious cycle. So we need uh, sleep to heal. We need to uh, sleep to grow. You know, for example, the, the statement you made uh, for, for our growth, literally, we grow in our sleep. You know, uh, the the hormone, the human growth hormone is secreted in deep sleep, especially that's why babies, you know, sleep a lot. And even as adults, we need that hormone for our muscle function. So that is a true statement as, as mm -hmm. told by uh, by the grandparents and parents. You know, my mom taught me how to sleep. So that is, a, you know, it is the truth. Right. Right. And so... um when you work, when you're working with your patients, mm -hmm. what are some of the key things that, you know, you see that they lack and some things that, you know, you prescribe to them that they, that they need? Correct. So the, one of the most, uh, I mean, I call the sleep problems or insomnia, the new pandemic, 
See, there's one thing that has happened to all of us ever since the advancement of these smartphones. We are dedicating a lot of time to this. I call this our new best friend. You know, we dedicate two hours, three hours. You know, children are spending eight, nine hours of sleep. I mean, eight, nine hours on the phone compromising the sleep. So that's the number one identified excess use of our cell phone, especially post-pandemic because people are bringing their work into the bedroom. See, the light from the phone and the computer tells us, our brain, hey, there's still daytime. We don't need to go to sleep. You know, it pushes the clock. You know, the melatonin, the growth, I mean, the sleep hormone is only secreted in darkness. So that's the number one identifiable problem I see across the board in all of us. Wow. That's crazy because <laughs> I used to just be, I used to think that being up on my phone would help me go to sleep. You know? Oh, that's absolute paradox, Sherman, because the light, especially in the bedroom, there's no ambient light. So the light from your phone is amplified and it goes straight from your eyes into the brain and tells that area of brain, hey, it's still daytime. See, we wake up because of the sun. You know, when the sun hits the mm -hmm. room or, you know, that's why babies, children wake up the crack of dawn. We're right. all creatures around the light, but we give the false information. And if you compromise one hour of sleep for a week, just think about it. You're losing a whole night of sleep in a week. Can you imagine right. how sleep deprived? We are all operating on sleep debt. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, and so how important would you say um, naps are? You know, for humans. <laughs> Great question. Naps are fantastic. I prescribe naps. I take a nap myself. See, our body has got its own biological clock. We are vulnerable and tired extraordinarily between 2 and 4 in the morning and the same thing around 1.30 to 3.30 around around the time. That's a natural lull in our body, Sherman. Imagine uh, we have a siesta, we have uh, the tea time, and uh, mm -hmm. we drink coffee. It is great to take a nap. So we have to be careful. There was a recent article on the, uh, the in the British Medical Journal. Your brain volume increases with naps. So the naps are, you know, a 30-minute nap is great. A power nap is great. But if you're taking nap because of a sleep debt, then we have a problem, right? It's just, right. just you know, if you're sleeping like one, two hours in the afternoon, you're, you have a problem. You're, it's just not, you know, it's just a natural lull of your lull of your body, you are operating on a sleep debt. So just a word of caution there. Hmm. And so when you take nap, you're, so you're fully rested, right? Great. And then yeah, I wake up, I'm ready to go. 30 minutes. That's it. <laughs> right. Right. And so you still take a nap in the afternoon. Do you feel like you're tired and it's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Or do you just choose to say, okay, you know, this is just a time I'm going to rest, whether if I feel tired or not. But you naturally, if you feel, if you follow your body, you will feel tired. Everybody attributes it to the meal they ate. Nothing like the meal. It's just a natural cycle of the body. If you don't feel tired, it's okay. You know, mm -hmm. another clue if you're operating on sleep dead, I enjoy coffee, but I'm not drinking coffee to be awake. If you're drinking coffee or caffeinated products to stay awake, then you're operating on a sleep dead. So you have okay. to see uh, what, 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 what's, what's operating. Your body will tell you. See, listen. In the morning, 7 o'clock and 7 p.m., we are at our brightest, right? That's why we go rush to our 7 o'clock meetings. Mm -hmm. You know, the TV time is called prime time for a reason because the uh, the TV people know we are at our brightest. So if you're tired in the 7 in the morning and tired at 7 at night, you have a problem. So the, your body is telling you these are subtle clues. See, these are some of the things I want to highlight. I've written that all about this in my book, but I want to get on front of people and, and you know, and folks like you have so much expertise in, in your realm to spread the word. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, definitely. Because, um, you know, I figured that when I'm sleep deprived and I'm fighting against sleep and I'm drinking coffee to stay up and stimulants and things like that, I could see like a change in my, even in my appearance, I could see a change. You know, like my eyes Attitude, will look different. Yes, my face yes, will look yes. different, you know, and people will look at that, me. I remember yes. um, one of my uh, guy, one of my friends, he he yeah. just saw my face as he, as he was driving by and yes. he was like, man, you look tired. Yes. But that was when I was getting up at like 4.30 in the morning and working yeah. out. And, you know, even though that's like what was sold to me, like, you know, getting up at four. But then for me personally, that wasn't feasible for, you know, my lifestyle and my body, yes. you know, to get up that early. But some people, you know, they designed their life to do that. But for me, it's just like, man, I, I and I had to give it up, you know, for yes. that time. You're answering your body's own biorhythm. See, there are some people, this is the wrong information that spread. Some people only require small amount of sleep. If you look at our previous president and mm -hmm. also Elon Musk, they are gifted with uh, with that lottery. They are called short sleepers, right? They mm -hmm. only need about four to five, but most of us require seven to eight hours. I get asked this all the time. So, you know, sometimes in life we have to hustle, but it, it, you should not hustle for a long time because it will catch up with you because all the effects, it affects all parts of your body, cognition, your brain, your skin. You know, you can see the wrinkles around your eyes. Uh, you know, your skin's kind of, you know, getting aged. You know how a person quickly age uh, because mm -hmm. they're sleep deprived. You can have heart problem. Uh, you have diabetes. You know, uncontrolled blood pressure can lead to a stroke. It affects all parts of the body not to mention the sexual health if you're not you know mm -hmm. <laughs> so i've dedicated a chapter on all of this but as we talk along i'm going to give you the clues of how to fix the problem yeah sexual health is, is important too because after 30 a lot of men drop in testosterone levels and in, in order to bring it back up they need to exercise and they need to get rest you got it <laughs> that said, the drop in testosterone, that's exactly right. It happens, you know, uh, you know, I see that then one of the common causes that I get uh, uh, referred to my sleep clinic because people are tired because of low testosterone. But the, one of the reasons you said is lack of sleep. Uh, you know, just, you're just tired basically to have sex or sleep disorders like sleep apnea lowers mm -hmm. the testosterone level because that, that the testes or the sexual organs are not getting enough oxygen because of the sleep apnea. Wow. And so do you work hand in hand with like psychiatrists as well yeah, to figure out like reasons why people aren't getting enough rest? Because I also know that sometimes it can be a chemical imbalance in the brain, like say narcolepsy or something like that. So do you yes. and like psychologists and psychiatrists all also work hand in hand? Correct. So whenever I see a person who's not sleeping, I look at whether it's primary insomnia, meaning they can't sleep, or it's secondary because of another condition like sleep apnea, restless legs. People sometimes move their legs a lot, the slim movement disorder, uh, or it's called narcolepsy. Uh, so I ha or or you know some people punch the spouse in the sleep. It's called REM behavior disorder. I quickly isolate that. All right. Or if they have psychological problems like depression and anxiety, post-traumatic uh, stress disorder, because most of the uh, psychiatric disorder end up with inability to sleep. So I work very, very closely with uh, my psychiatrist and psychology friend, because once you identify the problem and work on sleep, we have to work at both the problems at the same time, you know, because it's a vicious cycle. Uh, you know, poor sleep worsens anxiety, anxiety worsens poor sleep. So it's a cycle that we're trying to break that. Right, right. And so do you also prescribe medication? Because you are Correct. MD, right? So you can't prescribe oh, yeah, yeah. medication. Yeah, I do. Uh, so 
there are some situations I have to, but most of the time I'm, I'm taking people off these medications because, you know, long-term, you know, once you, see, you, our body gets tolerant, like if you drink a little bit of alcohol today, in a year you want more alcohol to have the same effect. Same thing with medication, you want to up the dose. So once you're committing to a person to a medication, that's going to be a long-term. So my primary aim is to not get. So that's why I developed the sleep now strategies, holistic without any uh, medications. But there are some some situations, it's called situational anxiety, you know, if the loss of a parent or loss of a loved one or other, you know, divorce, uh, loss of the job, financial crisis. I have sometimes I have to get people through that, but I do not uh, uh, try to give medications, the sleep medications on a long term basis. Right, right, right. Okay. Oh, let's go. Cool. And so what are some holistic strategies that you use for your patients? Okay. So now that we identified, you know, if they have other problems, like if you have a heart problem, lung problem, diabetes problem, because those all also affect your sleep, you know? Mm -hmm. So I make sure I'm addressing all that. So now that I've come to a conclusion, you don't have a primary, you know, or other reason. Now you just have insomnia. Here's my, uh, here's my strategy. You ready, Sherman? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So it's called Sleep Now. Uh, my daughter is in law school. She's like, Dad, you have to have an acronym so people can get it. Uh, so I said, Wow, I, that's the seven proven strategies. So I wrote it Sleep Now. S L E E P. N-O is one word, and then W, right? So we have combined it all uh, together and separated. Mm -hmm. So S with the, S is the, it's called the schedule, sleep schedule. The most important thing for all of us is a schedule. Like any business, we have to have a plan. For sleep, mm -hmm. you need to have a... So what happens is the best time to sleep is between 10 p.m. to 6 a.m right? Mm -hmm. So one important clue, some people who suffer insomnia, they go to bed at 10, they can't sleep till midnight. I tell them no point struggling. You need to get closer to when you fall asleep. So go closer to 12 uh, midnight or, you know, 11.30, 11.45. But you have to wake up at 6 a.m. You have to keep that schedule, right? So here I'm trying to create a sleep debt. If you do that for about a two, one or two weeks, you your clock will start to move and then you can go you know uh, 11 10 you know 10 15 10 30 mm -hmm. or you know just like that you can move your clock right so that's uh, number one next is low light low noise low temperature so that's very important because like i mentioned light you know the the melatonin uh, is very important for us to go to sleep. Uh, so it only secretes in darkness. So, uh, you know, and, and also it only secretes in, in, in colder temperature. So that's why if you're on vacation in, in a, at a hot uh, place, tropical place, you don't sleep well because your, your melatonin is not kicking in. So I tell people to experiment between 65 to 70 degrees in the thermostat. And of course, low noise is also important. So so we create, you know, uh, in the acronym, I hope everybody's writing it down. We covered the S and the L. Then. <laughs> <laughs> the next is the E, electronics. Like, like we mentioned, we're spending a lot of time. You know, not only the, the light from the electronics, you know, you have to answer email, you, you know, you're preparing, you're not able to ease your mind because you're thinking about all this stuff, not to mention the bullying on, we all want likes on our posts. Did we get a like? What did they say? All those things are working uh, on, your, on your mind. I tell people the best strategy will be at least hour but you know uh, ideally one hour prior to going to sleep i want people to be off the cell phone but at least 30 minutes prior to going to cell phone uh, prior to going to sleep i want to leave your cell phone out right and also i tell people to keep the cell phone away from your bed in a, in a separate uh, in a bathroom so you'll have an alarm 
right? So mm -hmm. uh, you, you literally wake up, you're done. You're not bothered. Hey, there's a notification, ding. And also, if you wake up in the middle of the night, you look at the time, oh my God, it's only three o'clock. Oh, it's three o'clock. You know, you start worrying. You, are, you have your increased cognitive activity. You're not able to sleep. So for those reasons, uh, electronics, half hour prior and also away from your bed, right? Everybody mm -hmm. with me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> next e is exercise in this uh, in this uh, uh, in this acronym exercise what happens when you exercise you release endorphin you release uh, uh, cortisol those make heat in our body so it's not good to exercise at least four hours uh, prior to going to sleep so make sure the best time to exercise is in the morning but if you can exercise at least four hours prior to going to sleep you know like i mentioned melatonin requires uh, you know uh, Cold, you know, colder temperature, the heat from your body does not help to secrete that. So that's the exercise. So this is all the strategy of calming your body and calming your mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then we come to uh, the P, powering off your brain, right? You have to do the other three things before you come to the uh, P in the power off in, in the acronym. So how do you power off your mind? You already done the other, you, your, your mind is kind of slowed down. You're not just, uh, you know, getting in bed. You're, you're not thinking about the things. So the two strategies I tell people is to use something my own, you know, my own methodology is called vivid imagination. I tell people you are the hero or the director of your show. See, I we we think we lay in bed and start thinking about the reality, your bills, your numbers, your all the other problems. But no, I want you to think about the show and I want you to create your own imagination, let it wild and lead. Hey, what's going to happen tomorrow? Let me think about it. Not the, I want you to be a creator. I want to go into the depth, you know, the deeper senses of your imagination, not the what, what, what is in, real, in, in reality, okay? Mm -hmm. So, and, the, and another technique I tell people when they lie in bed is to use called yoga nidra. You know, yoga is a lot of hatha yoga and all kinds of yoga, but nidra means nothingness. You lay on your, uh, in, in bed, it's called the corpse pose. You lay down with your palms up and just focus on just nothing. And all of a sudden you'll see, you'll drift into sleep. These are fantastic methods to power off your mind, but make sure you've done the other few things okay mm -hmm. so now i've combined no together for uh, in the acronym no to worries right so uh, we, in this world we live we have to worry so i tell people to take a dedicated time you know between 6 p.m and 8 p.m to worry like i was getting ready for your show i'm preparing i'm you know i'm seeing all your podcasts i did that all before 8 p.m yesterday and if mm -hmm. i don't do anything i i write it down so worry is a part of a life i used to worry when i started my business a lot of things employees bills but i said wow I am going to do something different. I'm going to do all that. I'm done by 8 p.m. You know, I write it down, the things I can. So, you know, I've been, you know, when med school, I didn't sleep. You know, when I lost my mom, I didn't sleep. So when they start the business. So I found out I have to find a permanent solution. So, you know, I have to practice what I preach. So I, I worked mm -hmm. this out. And this is the same technology, methodology I treat by, you know, give it to all my patients. All right. And then the last is the W, the big one. In, in life, in anything else, we go win, win, win. But here, sleep, you win by losing yourself, right? You have to lose yourself. You know, like uh, sleep is one of those, uh, you know, skills. You, you want it to be an on-off switch in everything in life, but sleep 
is a dimmer. You have to slowly work in. So this is one skill. You so, but if you do this, you can be win, win, win all the day, all through the day. And then when mm -hmm. night come, by, by by starting about on eight p.m., you just dim yourself. It's like a seven course meal. I tell people you have to have the music, you have to have the appetizer, uh, and you have to have your wine, you have to have your salad. You can't go from you know sixty to zero. It doesn't happen. That's why everybody struggles. Mm -hmm. Hope this is helpful. Uh, you know, I hope everybody's taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> now that's very powerful i would have never guessed at those how how you broke down those acronyms i was like no usually I'm, I'm thinking like what is what will the e be you yes. know what will the p be and it's something right. totally different even though after you say it yes. i understand it because exercise does help me sleep you know a yes. lot that's a and, very good point <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll come to it go ahead oh yeah and so you know growing up well as a child yes. i always was the one I'm sorry. I always was the one who was, you know, the last one to sleep and I'll stay yeah. up late and, yeah. you know, just daydream or just wonder, yes. you know, and my mother told me that about myself. And I, you know, I thought something was wrong with me at first. Like, why can I go to sleep? Why I'm always up late? Why is my mind always racing? Mm -hmm. And when I figured out that it happened to me since childhood, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you know, like what will be the fix? You know, to like slow my brain down and, mm -hmm. you know, like, um, you know, get it together. And so I started smoking marijuana mm -hmm. and, you know, once I did that, that'll help me calm my mind down and then go to sleep. But then I quit that like cold turkey. Mm -hmm. I'm like, OK, I need to just figure out an organic long term. Yeah. Long term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Long, a more long term way to do it, because I thought that that would help me. Right. Yes. And then after hearing you say something about people's biological clock you know being yes. different yeah i was wondering like is mine's different because like still to this day i'm the last one to sleep you know, <laughs> that's, in the house. that's actually that's actually very true there's a there's some people's clock is moved forward it happens in, in it's very common in teenagers the the hormone changes in the teenagers push the clock forward it's a condition called delayed sleep phase syndrome right what's mm -hmm. 10 for most people is like one o'clock for you. So there is there is natural, uh, some you know, but most of that delayed sleep phase is habitual or by society people are you know on their phones a lot. But somebody like you, you may be born with a gene that's caused you to have the delayed sleep phase syndrome. You are a night owl. You go to bed late uh, and wake up. But that's actually rare. But that is a condition. I have a few patients like that with whom I treat. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was thinking, cause you know, I will watch old movies sometimes yeah. like, you know, when people are in war and stuff like that yeah. and some people will be asleep, but then some people be awake, you know, yes. just to make sure that everybody else is okay. <laughs> then I was thinking to myself like, wow, when do those guys sleep? You know, but then I noticed that in certain societies, you know, like ancient times, mm -hmm. everybody's sleep pattern was different because everybody had a duty, you know? Yes. Chairman, ever since the people used to have a dual sleep Everybody slept most of the time and was awake for a little bit. Ever since the invention of electricity, we changed everything. <laughs> so mm. We have two ways, two, two times people slept, not one time. So it was a sleep was a continuous problem, you know, the position everybody took. But electricity changed so we can be more awake. So you're right. In the ancient times, people used to sleep a lot. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I heard like before the invention of light. Yes. Um, the light bulb people slept like 10 hours a night or something like that. Yes, yeah. 18 hours. Uh, it was called bimodal sleep. <laughs> no, hold on, they slept 18 hours? 
Yes. And was What? awake when the sun was up. That's it. Most people, as they call bimodal sleep, they slept at night and slept starting from evening because it was dark. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. Like, dang, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, I sometimes I wish I could sleep longer, but then I just wake up and I'm so hungry, you know. So yes, I don't know yes. how someone could go on the fast for 18 hours and just be sleep. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I still uh, see it all depends on how if you sleep, it's recommended sleep for adults is seven to eight hours. In the morning, if you wake up and you're ready to go, that means you everything is perfect. But if you wake up, if you wake up after eight hours of sleep and you're still tired, you have either a sleep debt, which is the most common, or you have a sleep problem. Hmm. So if I wake up and I'm like, oh man, my sleep was so deep that I, it still it just takes a lot for me to shake out of it. That's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. But provided you slept for eight, you know, seven at least seven or to eight hours. Mm -hmm. So if you well, slept, let's say you go to bed around, you know, you are a late sleeper. You go to bed on one a.m. and you wake up at nine a.m. and at nine at nine thirty, you're like slagging or, or you're sluggish. Then you have you're operating on sleep debt, or you might have a sleep disorder. Mm, that's interesting. Yes. Yeah. And so um it's kind of like so what what causes people to come to you for help? Because, you know, a lot like say even for me, right? You know, in the community that I grew up in, a lot of people don't even see therapists or yeah. you know, yeah. psychiatrists to figure out what's going on in their mind. But I've never really heard of someone saying, I'm gonna talk to somebody about my sleep. Yeah. So yeah. So how does that end up happening? So the awareness, you know, the, the sleep specialty is a young specialty, 40, 50 years old, but it's, you know, of late people are becoming more, paying more attention because we focus on New Year resolution, workout, you know, eat right. But let's also sleep right. You know, uh, it's for the whole family. It affects mm -hmm. everyone. So people come to me either with two problems, either they're not sleeping or they're snoring or they're sleeping too much. So these are the you know three problems. When you're snoring, there's a strong chance you have sleep apnea. There's an easily treatable condition because when you have sleep apnea, your brain does not let you rest. It wakes you up. You know When you stop breathing, the word apnea, so the brain says, hey, wake up, and then you take a breath, and then this happens all through the night. So the, so, so that's an easy a treatable condition. So, and then that's, and, and of course, if, you have, if they have insomnia where they worry a lot, I go into all the other steps that we talked about. So those mm -hmm. are the two problems. Either they snore, snoring or they're worrying. Those are the, uh, the problems they come to see me for. Wow, sleep apnea is funny because um, I used to be asleep, and then my eyes will open or I could see around me, but then I can't move at all. Yeah. So I have to like jolt my body and go boom. And then I just snap out of it. And then I could wake up. Is that what sleep apnea is? No, that you're describing something called sleep paralysis. Sherman. Sleep paralysis. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Sleep apnea means apnea means to stop breathing. You know, the, the, oh, okay. The, yeah. This one you're describing. Sleep paralysis is common in people. It happens. But if it just happens like several times a week, then you have a, you have a sleep disorder for sure. Mm, yeah, it used to happen to me as a kid, and I'll be like, "What is going on? Like, what is wrong with me?" And yes. sometimes, like, we—it's scary. It's real scary. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, and we'll think that it's like more so of a, a spiritual act, you know. And I, <laughs> and then when I ended up figuring out it was, um, it was sleep paralysis, I was like, "Oh, so this is a a, a disorder," you know. This I was like, disorder. "Wow." <laughs> yeah, it, it usually is a sign of sleep debt, but uh, you know, you can happen once in a while. It happens if you pay attention, it happens to all of us once in a while. But in conditions like narcolepsy, it happens much, much more often. That's a sign of a significant sleep disorder. 
Right. And so I've been doing, um, I, I listened to a podcast about ADHD mm-hmm. and I ended up starting, and I also watched a documentary on ADHD and Adderall and those type of stimulus. Right. Mm-hmm. And those type of stimulants, sometimes uh, people lack sleep Correct. You know, by taking those stimulants. And so yeah. is there anything that you would do for someone who, you know, is on Adderall or Vyvanse or any of those medications to Good. help them go to sleep? Good question. A third of uh, children who are diagnosed with ADHD have sleep apnea. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, children, especially when they are tired, they are hyper, right? They are mm-hmm. they are not able to express themselves. So if you test, so it's one of the easy treatable conditions in, in children is sleep apnea. It's number one cause is they enlarge tonsils. You remove the tonsils, they get better, right? So that's important uh, to take care of. If your child has been recently diagnosed, very important. It's not so in adults so to answer a question again why are they why are they you know tired and why did they land on the stimulant medication is it because of a sleep problem or is it because of a sometimes thyroid problem some some other rare you know disorders or if it's diabetes you know one of the symptoms of diabetes also being tired all the time so mm-hmm. you have to look into all that i'm i'm sure you know their you know their primary care doctor or their family doctor have already addressed all that so those are the questions you ask why are you tired uh, or, you know, or why did you land up on the medication? You know, are you, mm-hmm. is that a primary reason or you just have a condition uh, of ADHD? It's, it's good to rule out sleep apnea. It's good to rule out thyroid problem. It's good to rule out uh, uh, endocrine problems, especially diabetes. Wow. So sometimes it's not the medication. It's more it's other issues. Yeah, exactly. You have to rule those out. Yes. Wow. I feel like that's something a lot of people should know. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yes, because yes. that's actually like because they they will say that that's a um, that's a cause of taking the medication. But then there are some people that I know will take that medication just so they can stay up and you know work or do what they have to do. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, yeah. especially in in colleges and you know people, mm-hmm. but it'll catch up with you because there's a lot of side effects too, like you know increased heart rate, increased blood pressure. And for the right individual, it'll work. But if you want to, if you're doing that for that, the other reasons, then you you might have side effects. You want to strongly look into why you're taking out. You want you don't want to do it unsupervised without the supervision of uh, you know uh, your primary care or your family doctor. Right, right, yeah. Because I also know that a lot of um, medications are abused in that kind of way, and I, I wonder, are, are there any like sleep medications that people abuse, or that'll be used as a class, uh, what was it class two drug or something like that? Yeah, the thing is, the uh, common things are melatonin and Benadryl. You know, we make our own melatonin. Uh, what happens? What happens when you put something into a body? Our body develops something called tolerance. You want more and more. But, you know, the, the way our body secretes these uh, hormones are so special. It secretes a little bit. It secretes, you know, a little bit on a long period. So our body is now, does not get used to it. You know, it's mm-hmm. very complicated how our body secretes these, uh, you know, hormones. So melatonin is one of the commonly uh, used uh, medication. I'm not a big fan of uh, melatonin, uh, especially kids are taking a lot of it. I don't prescribe that. I only tell people to uh, use melatonin for jet lag or if you have a clock problem, you know, I try to change people 
people's clocks. So those are the only two terms I use melatonin. Other than that, I don't. It's a placebo. You can sleep without it. I guarantee you that. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the other thing everybody uses is the Benadryl. You know, uh, Benadryl, the diphenhydramine uh, puts you to sleep, but it's got side effects like uh, drowsiness, dizziness. People tend to fall, especially elderly folks who fall, then they break their legs and then you have more problems associated with it. So I'm not a big fan of any of this over-the-counter medications. I try to address the problem or then I put them to our the Sleep Now program, you know, and I, may, I have everybody take the sleep assessment test, see if there's other problems that I can fix or, mm -hmm. you know, and then I've had great success with empowering yourself because our body has got everything, you know, mm -hmm. to do it. It's been there. It, it does everything for everyone else. Why not you? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because I used to take melatonin, but I used to wake up feeling so drowsy and it would yes. be hard to get up. And yes. I'd be like, oof. But then there'll be some times where I take it and it didn't work at all, you know? So, yeah, but I, did, I saw I haven't taken it in years. So people like, take this and you can go to sleep. And I'll take it and I'll be like, ooh, we, it was hard for me to wake up, you know? That's right. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So you covered a lot of things. Great questions, Sherman. Please keep asking. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is, you know, I'm I'm big on to health. So Militant Grind is also, you know, we have a health sector. So, mm -hmm. you know, of all I say, when people think that I'm on social media browsing, I'm usually like doing some type of research for me when it comes to like health. You know what I mean? And also like listening to the podcast and things like that, like that is absolutely one of my passions. And so when I seen you, I was like, okay, this will this will be great. You yes. know, this will be a great thing to ask because, you know, growing up, I would feel like, you know, uh, well, like we said, in America, it's a hustle, no sleep, work mm -hmm. hard, you know, but then when I can, I, did, I can uh, sleep when I die. Yeah. I can sleep when I die, <laughs> but that, like you said, it catches up to you, you know, yeah. you get, will die without sleeping. That's what, you know, you're at right. risk for accidents, you know, when you're sleep deprived, you're at risk for accident, you know, a lot of errors in people who mm -hmm. work night shifts, you know, the, the great disasters that happen at night, you know, that, the 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 transportation department has reported there's only a third of vehicle but two-thirds of the accident happened at night well, would you believe it <laughs> so, yeah yeah so you're, you're, you are so tired and sleepy you don't want to be at, uh, in you know on the road you have to be in bed around that time especially between 2 and 4 a.m you know right right and there will be times where my body would just shut down on me like if i don't get enough rest my body, it's like uh, it'll, it's like a, someone will press the switch, like boop, and then I'm just like, oh, 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 and then I'm, I'm out, you know. Yeah. But then it's like I'll say, okay, I'm gonna sit down for a minute. Then I sit down, and then I'm boop, I'm out for a couple hours. Correct. You know, but then I'm like, I don't need. But then I thought to myself, I can't drive myself to this point. Yes. You know, I can't get so exhausted that my body is just shutting down on its own, and there's nothing that I could do about it. You know. Yes, sleep is simple, but it's complicated. Like I mentioned, it's a superpower. I want everybody to discover it. You know, I have the joy of sleep and I found it by the natural techniques. You know, problems mm -hmm. happen to all of us. But if you have a fundamental foundation, you can always get right. back on it. You know, like New Year's, Christmas, we, we all stay out, you know. But then, you know, regular year starts in, you know, 95% of the time we can get back to it. Right. Exactly. And so it's also funny how, um, you know, I would go to the doctor for certain issues and the number one cure is always get some rest and go to sleep Yes, and drink fluids, yes. <laughs> you know, yes. and, yeah, and I'm kind of shocked that like 
how the fast a body will heal like when you are resting when you do get sleep so when you said sleep is a superpower it kind of just reminded me of it like i had a bad cough a few weeks ago yes. i went to the doctor i'm like man i need something because i i can't go to sleep because i'm i'm up at night hacking you know what i mean and yeah it was just crazy uh how he was just like well you know you just need to try to get some rest and it'll be over in a couple of days yes. but it kind of amazed me how his first option was that instead of just saying here take this you know or yes. take this prescription it was like no you need to rest and it's always rest sherman it's scientific our t-cells which protect us from infection are more activated and ready to capture all the bacteria and virus when we sleep well that's why mm -hmm. when you travel right you know you're tired you didn't sleep well you come up with the sniffles duh right? right your body is kind of weak so even that's why even when you have an infection your body what does it do it puts you to sleep you're tired all the time because body's saying hey we need to recuperate so the t-cells the immune cells work fantastic when you sleep so it's effective all through our you know system so your body on its own because i remember when i uh, i caught an infection i think yes. a respiratory infection yeah and i was sleeping so much that it was kind of scary you know yes. it was like yes. i was probably sleeping at least 18 to 20 hours out of the day yes that's and it. i couldn't help it you know yes that's the body's natural response to keep you you know to to get to reduce all the other functions so the the t-cells can get all ready to fight more infection. Wow. That's a, that's an amazing thing about, about the body, but then it also, you know, make sure that you're not eating anything too. So when you don't eat it also, the cells repair themselves as well. Right. That's right. Now you talk to me about the food, you know, sleep is so important with obesity. You know, I've dedicated also a chapter for obesity and, you know, poor sleep. What happens when you don't sleep well? There are two major hormones that come, come control our appetite. It's called leptin and ghrelin. You know, leptin is the one that lowers the appetite. Ghrelin increases the appetite. When you don't sleep, what happens? We have less of uh, leptin and more of ghrelin. So mm -hmm. people gain more weight. And also by the mere fact that you are not away, I mean, you're not sleeping, you're more time to be awake and you're, you're grabbing on uh, grabbing on the snacks. Of course, you make wrong right. choices. You're right. getting the high glycemic foods, you know, like this, you know, the chips and the soda. And of course, when you take those, your quality of sleep is going to be poor. So it's a cycle. So sleep is very important uh, in the weight gain process. And mm -hmm. you have to sleep well to lose weight. Right, right. That's another thing that I've been uh, I've heard too in the bodybuilding community. They say if you're not sleeping, you're gonna gain fat, and yes. you know <laughs> your body burns fat when you sleep. And it's funny because um, when I wake up in the morning, I feel like I lost two pounds until I eat again. You know, that's, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. You know, you're doing so many things. You know, um, in your sleep. Uh, you're healing, you're rebuilding, you know, the, your, all the conflicts we are you know, resolving is good for your psyche, mental health, emotional health, physical health, heart health. You know, your blood pressure goes low at night. You know, it's mm -hmm. high during the day because we are hustling, but at night it comes down. But people with sleep disorders and poor sleep, that doesn't happen. So blood pressure problems can cause to like stroke, a heart problem. So we have all these benefits of sound sleep. So I think for this year, the new resolution for everyone should be let's put sleep as a focus, less like, like how we do with diet or exercise and our finances and, you know, bodybuilding. Let's mm -hmm. also have sleep. That's my, uh, uh, my, my big wish to all the people that were listening.
Great, great. And so, um, yeah, that was a that was a good close. <laughs> so, um, is there any message that you in closing? Is there any message that you would want to give people besides what you just said? And also, where can people uh, find you? Yes, sleep is a natural process. You know, you should not work hard at it when you follow the seven, you know, steps that I told you. But it's not easy if you have, if you have, uh, you know, sleep is actually very simple, right? But in the society we live in, it's complicated. But we have to do certain things to get there. It's not easy. It's like taking the steps. If you, uh, you know, but about four to six weeks, you'll start changing, right? I also tell people to keep a sleep diary to see how or a log to see how much they're sleeping make sure mm -hmm. they're improving right so that is that is one one you know one great thing you can do by following the seven simple strategies that i've told and of course you can follow me uh, you know i have a website called www.sleepfixacademy.com and i am dr sleepfix in in all the social media handles you know I also offer a sleep now course which will be on my website here real soon my books coming out uh, you know here real soon it's already trended there's so much demand for that i want everybody to heal and feel better just by this beautiful ancient natural art of sleeping <laughs> yeah yeah man thank you for that and so where can people find you Yes. Um, you know, my book is called Nobody's Sleeping. You know, that's the experience I see every day. Every client that comes to my office, like they can't sleep, I can't sleep. So I said, I, let me just write a book to share with people. So it's called Nobody's Sleeping. There's available, you know, the seven proven sleep strategies that we discussed. Mm -hmm. uh, it's available in all your favorite bookstores. And, um, you know, www.sleepfixacademy.com is my website. And, you know, I'm on TikTok and, you know, Instagram as Dr. Sleep Fix. Wow. Dr. Sleep Fix, thank you so much. This has been <laughs> this has been amazing, man. Um, you know, I've definitely learned a lot. I asked you some questions that, you know, will help me personally that I'm sure yeah. will help other people because this has always been something for me. Like I would be in bed like, oh my God, please fall asleep, please fall asleep, you know. Yeah. But then like once I started to learn myself, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm the type to go to sleep later and then just wake up you know, whenever, you know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's, it's been a, a battle that I've been trying to fix, but I guess after I read your book, I'll come up on a few more strategies, you know? Yes. And yes. Yeah. Make, make some changes. That's right. Chairman. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you so much, man. This has been wonderful again. Um, yeah, man. Keep, keep, keep spreading the message. I feel like this is a message that a lot of people in America and in the world need to hear especially in America, because you know how the culture is out here. And yeah, man, this is this has been wonderful. Likewise, Sherman. Thanks for being a great host. And I liked all your questions. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, man. Yeah. So I have a good one. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. All right.